You're listening to How They Did It and Why, where we learn from the experiences of others. So today, real quick, I want to give you guys just 10 essential things that you probably don't realize you need in your car, but you need these in your car at all times, okay? This is in my experience. I'm one of those type of people that's a be ready, stay ready, all the time be ready type of person. It's dangerous out here in these streets nowadays and one can never be too careful so these are my top 10 essential needs that everybody needs to have in their car number 10 bear maser pepper spray before you start laughing before you tear me up in the comments let me explain why okay sometimes Unfortunately, during these times, we're living in critical times right now, okay? It's crazy out here. Okay, let me explain why. First of all, sometimes things happen. Sometimes you might be trying to walk to your car or what have you. Someone comes out of nowhere, they may try to attack you, okay? You have your bear mace or your pepper spray in your car at all times. You're going to have it on your person at all times. So then if something happens, you're able to give a little bit of a defense for yourself. And the quickest and most effective thing to do if you are being attacked by someone is to actually keep distance, not allow them to get in too much of a close proximity to you. And then if they do intrude on the space, hit them with the pepper spray, okay? That's gonna give you plenty of time to run away. I feel like this number 10 tip is very essential, especially for women and particularly small women. Um, statistically, short women are preyed on much more than tall women. That's just a random thing. And I don't mean if they're getting too close because of COVID or anything like that. You feel that you are in danger. That's the only time I'm saying, not just because, okay, they ain't six feet away, I'm pepper spraying you. That's funny, but if you actually look at some um, self-defense information online, or if you've ever taken a self-defense class, the most important way that you actually pre prevent yourself from um, being attacked is not allowing the person to get too close to you. And then you can go ahead and run away. That is actually the safest thing to do and what saves lives even more than guns. And, you know, the guns, we just need to put them down, guys. So um, definitely be careful out there and definitely make sure you pick up some pepper spray just in case you got to pop it off in these streets. Number nine, a window breaker multi-tool. So a window breaker multi-tool is a tool that you can use in the event that you're driving over a bridge, your car randomly crashes or swerves for whatever reason, you get into a car accident and you go over the bridge and um, water's coming into the car quick. What happens is when that happens is the seatbelts will actually lock up and a lot of times you're not able to get out and that is how a lot of people end up drowning to death. If you have one of those window breaker tools in your toolbox, it works in two ways. One side has like a, a razor blade inside where you take it and you can actually cut your seatbelt right off. The other side has a pressurized point that you can hit your window and actually break it into a bunch of small little particles immediately with minimal effort and you'll be able to get out of your car in the event that your car is taking on water at a rapid rate. This simple tool has saved lives, okay? So it is something really, really that everybody should have in their car. Most people do live in areas where you're going over. Number eight, a flashlight. 
Now, this is a pretty obvious one. We all know that we should have a flashlight in our car just in case we maybe break down or maybe we need to randomly go take a hike in the woods, whatever. But having a flashlight is always just a good safety measure. You're able to see what's in front of you, what's around you, just providing a little bit of extra light if you have to be out maybe tending to a car repair is a safety measure. So definitely having a flashlight is very good for lots of different reasons. Now, I recommend having like not just the small keychain flashlights, but like a bigger flashlight. And I also recommend having some rechargeable batteries on hand as well. They do make adapters that you could actually keep in your car that will actually keep your batteries of all different sizes um, up and going all the time. Number seven, you're going to love me for this one, a can of fix a flat. Now, in talking with some folks a couple of days ago, I didn't even realize that a lot of people have never even heard of Fix-A-Flat. Fix-A-Flat, okay, will save you if you get a flat tire. So maybe you just rolled through a construction zone and ran over a little nail, bam, guess what? You pull out this little can of Fix-A-Flat, you're able to kind of maneuver it and get it into the hole where it needs to go. It's basically plugging the tire for you. Now, it depends on how your tire actually got punctured. If it's from just like a random nail, that is really what works the best with Fix-A-Flat. If it's like a slice, maybe you ran over a really jagged curb. I have done that before and the tire just in essence like sliced completely open. Fix-A-Flat isn't gonna help you out that much in that situation, but most um, tire things that go wrong is usually just from a random object puncturing. So in that case, the Fix-A-Flat is great because if you can get to it quick enough, you might be able to use a fix-a-flat and roll yourself local uh, loop or wherever you get your tires changed or just tires and go ahead and get it fixed. And that will save you a tow bill. Number six, a toolkit. So when we're on the road, anything could really happen, right, with our cars, especially if, you know, maybe we have a used car and there's a couple of things that need to be repaired on it. Having a random toolkit is always helpful because you're able to either assist yourself to go ahead and get your car up and running, or you're able to, sometimes there are those good Samaritans that will stop and say, hey, can I help? And then you got some tools that you can go ahead and, you know, use and to assist them because they may have the know-how but they might not have the tools this is especially essential if you need to change your tire just like i was referring to with the can of fix a flat so if you have a tool set you will actually have some tools in there that you can actually get your wheel off and someone could assist you or you could assist yourself to change your tire on the side of the road in a safe place of course and that will save you again a tow bill because we know how them tow companies like to do us you know they do us wrong they do us wrong man it's a lot of money and they hold a car hostage you end up losing your car over the tow bill number five emergency food so emergency food is something that i think is a good thing to have in your car because nowadays Unfortunately, natural disasters are very common. Like I said, we live in some critical times, okay? So you may just have to leave your home on a whim's notice, okay? You may just have to get up and go, or you may not even be able to go home. Maybe you're on your way home and they say, okay, it's a forest fire and you got to drive, you know, through some other random place that you never go. And at least if you have some food available, that's something that just keeps you in a better state of mind and a little bit um, 
in a place where you're able to make more sound decisions when you're caring for your essential needs. So they make specialized food for this. I wanna give a disclaimer here. You don't wanna just store any kind of random food in your car for a couple of reasons. Number one, it could go rancid, okay? And number two, for food safety, you wanna make sure that food is kept at certain temperatures. Whatever you get at the store is not at the regular grocery store, nine times out of 10 isn't what you wanna be keeping in your car. Um, canned goods can start to actually grow rust in cars because of the changing of the temperatures and things like that. So um, you definitely want to go ahead and buy like the MREs and the, the things that are made to kind of survive in any kind of situation if you're going to do this. Also, even if you do go for the, um, the heavy duty um, specialty stored foods for this, I would still recommend actually going ahead and making sure that your car is stored in a place that does not get too hot. Because although those foods are, you know, they have a really long shelf life and they're stable and all that, you just can never be too sure. So that's just a word of caution I would give. The way my car is stored, you know, it's never really out in the sun ever unless, you know, I'm traveling out and about. But when it's home for the day, it's in a very, very shaded spot for people who have a garage. That is something that, you know, is better for storing things. Number four, emergency water. Now, with the emergency water, first, I want to again start with a disclaimer, okay? So water is one of those things that you also want to make sure that it's, it is stored properly. You do not want to just get bottles of water from the grocery store and put them in your car. There have been some studies that have shown that um, bottles of water that have been stored in cars where they have gotten hot over time, the water in those bottles actually absorb the chemicals from the plastic and have actually become toxic for toxic for people and that could actually lead to lots of problems even cancers okay so you do not want to just take the regular bottles of water from the store and keep them in your car you want to again go ahead and purchase a specialty water that is made for camping for military life for all those things because again it's made to survive in all the different conditions and it's not going to pose any sort of health risk for you okay now, there's a couple ways you could do this. As I mentioned, you could go ahead and get the specialty water. Another thing you could do is just be in the habit of taking water with you from the house every day. Sometimes that's good enough. Um, what I do is I just have a random like jug. It's like glass on the inside and metal on the outside. Every time I leave, and this is the way I get my water in for the day, I fill it up with water. Um, it's only going to be with me in the car for that duration of the time that I'm out. So it's always fresh. I don't have to worry about it being safe for consumption or anything like that. If you have a family. This is something that everyone in the family can be responsible for. So if you've got little ones, they can be responsible for taking their bottle of water out every single day, put in their little backpack or what have you. And then I'll tell you something else. It gives you money when you go out to eat because then you could just order a burger and you don't have to actually order a drink because you already have your drink. Number three, a separate GPS that is not on your cell phone. So a lot of cars nowadays come with the GPS already installed. And of course, every smartphone now has the GPS app on it, okay? That's great. Although sometimes when you're on a longer trip, you need your phone and if someone's trying to call you, you're trying to like talk to them on the phone, yet you need to see your GPS because you don't know where you're going. Oh, it just gets so overwhelming. It creates a lot of stress. 
on the road for drivers because you're trying to multitask. And according to studies, whenever our brains um, are divided in two completely separate areas, like trying to drive and trying to text or use GPS, it creates a lot of mental stress and confusion. And it's the confusion that really causes the the aggravation and all of that. So I really recommend this tip. This has helped me to be a lot less stressed on the road. Sometimes we just get in the habit of using the one on our phone because maybe someone texts us the address, right? And we can just click it on our phone and route ourselves instead of actually taking the time to put it into the other GPS. So take the time, use the separate GPS and that is a big tip to save yourself a lot of stress on the road, a lot of road rage, and a lot more pleasant ride for you. Number two, flares. So guys, a lot of people actually die on the road a lot, okay? And the reason is because maybe they have car trouble, they get out to fix it, it's dark, nobody could see them, it's late at night, and somebody hits them by accident, okay? And a lot of times people do hits and runs like crazy nowadays. You know, people just, the, the love of each other is so low at times that, yeah, it's a human being. How could you do that? How could you just drive away? So we gotta be prepared for that stuff, right? So I think the best thing to do is if you have to get out, as I mentioned earlier, having the flashlight is one, but taking a step for, further and making sure that you actually have the flares so that you can put a nice, big area around your car and around your person so people can see you from you know half a mile away so that's going to minimize your chances minimize your risk of getting run over if you do have to step out of your car because it's broken down at night we are down to the number one number one number one number one number one you guys are going to love me for this one. The number one thing that you need in your car at all times out here in these streets is a portable jumper box, okay? The portable jump starter box. Say it with me, portable jump starter box. That's what you need. Need I say more? How many times have you needed a jump? Is your battery went out, okay, and you just need a jump? That's where your portable jump starter box comes in. Because when you have that portable jump starter box, you don't need anybody else. All you got to do is red to blue, hook that thing up, hit the button on the top, you're done. Rev the engine a little bit, you are good to go. So, I like having a portable jump starter box with me because sometimes I don't want to ask anybody for help, okay? So I would rather be self-sufficient than to have to like, you know, if I'm stuck in the middle of nowhere and my car ran down, then I got to like ask somebody for a jump. Like I said, it's crazy out here in these streets, okay? Just minimize the exposure to possible crazy people, okay? So if you're self-sufficient, guess what? You're good. This has helped me out several times when, you know, sometimes you're, you're ignoring things in your car and you heard some random sound. My alternator was draining my battery, whatever. I didn't know. 
And again, this is also going to save you what a tow bill. Now, sometimes they're pricey. I've seen them anywhere from like $59 all the way up to 200 and something dollars. But you know what is worth it because that's going to be it's saving you time and time again and again and again. It just is a no brainer. I actually, one of my family members turned them on to the Jumpstarter box and no lie, like the minute they got the Jumpstarter box, like I feel like they just use it three, four times in a row because their battery just happened to be at the point that it was just done. It was on a last leg, but because they had the Jumpstarter box, they were able to kind of jump themselves along a little bit, you know, to the next paycheck was coming along and then they were good. You have this Jumpstarter box with you at all times. You might not use it today, you might not use it tomorrow, but you will use it eventually and you'll be very thankful that you had it on hand because it's also going to save you on a tow bill. And we know how expensive the tow bills can get, as I mentioned earlier. So guys, I really hope that these 10 essential items that everyone needs in their car are helpful to you. They've been helpful to me. They've been helpful to my friends and family. And I really know that they'll be helpful to everybody who's listening, everybody who's watching as well. Thanks so much for listening to How They Did It and Why. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode.